Good evening, Chicago. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective. I'm your host, Linnell Harris, Chicago's very own life coach, right here on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Inspirational Perspective on your radio is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. So like I ask you every Saturday evening, are you living the best life possible? And are you slaying your goals? Because so many of us say we want more. We want to be more. We want to have more. We want more money, but we're not willing to do more. Are you willing to listen to the next 60 minutes? I bet I can help. Because what I talk about takes work. And what I'm talking about takes action. What I'm talking about takes commitment. So the question becomes, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to be successful? Part of the topic tonight. I'll get to that in a minute, though. Hey, ghost, download the book Slay Your Goals. It's on slayyourgoals.com. Still for free. Check it out. Um, read it and then follow what it says, period. I promise it will help. Promise it will help. That's the reason I wrote it. And it's good to be back. I'm back. Back in the studio. Had two weeks off. And, uh, hey, Emmanuel did a phenomenal job. If you didn't listen to the last two weeks, you missed a special treat. And for those of you who did listen to the last two weeks, um, give me a phone call, 773-591-1690. Tell me what you thought about it, because when I'm out on vacation in the future, I'll do the same thing if y'all liked them. And if you didn't like it, I'm, I don't know what you were listening to, because I liked it. I checked it out. Very good job. He's in the studio right now. Say what's up, man. Hey, everyone. How are you? Yeah, so Emmanuel Leonard doing a phenomenal job, director, creative services at Inspirational Perspective. But we got a great show for you planned tonight. Um, I was out the last two weeks on vacation on a baby moon with my wife in Hawaii. Never knew about baby moons until she got pregnant. <laughs> I didn't know. I never even heard of it. But then when they said, well, you should take a baby moon. Guess what? I made it one of my goals. I made it one of my goals. We just crossed that one off the list. How about that? So, one goal accomplished. It was nice. We had a wonderful time. We were uh, intentional beach bums out there. And uh, I got what I would call an African tan. (laughs) Man, I was already brown when I went. I came back even darker. Pam got dark, too. But we had a good time. We had a phenomenal time out there. And uh, great job, Emmanuel, for what you did. So, again, if you got something nice to say to this brother, he's in the studio tonight. You can do that, 773-591-1690, for the phenomenal compilation he put together, which was really part three and four of Time in the Mind. And tonight my topic is a little different, but it's about the mind. It's about the same thing for the most part. But... My topic is something that I spent. So before I left, I had to go out to Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. I had to look up Lynchburg. 
I had to understand why they called it Lynchburg. Happens that it's just named after a man, John Lynch. But initially, I was a little worried. (laughs) But anyway, went out to Lynchburg, Virginia, and spoke to the young people at Liberty University. Check this out. For those of you who are listening, here's the thing. This is free. What I'm providing for free is on Facebook Live. It would be on Periscope, but my Internet's acting funny. But it is on Facebook Live. And it is on, it will be on Periscope if I can get it working here in a second. And so these schools are starting to bring me out. I think this is interesting because I went out to talk to these students. And mind you, this is an educational institution. And they're paying me money to come out and talk to their students. And I do the same thing here free every Saturday night at 10 p.m., right? I heard Ernest today, and he was saying, he was like, I give y'all a million dollars worth of value at noon on Saturdays, and y'all don't even recognize it. And it's true. The brother's an attorney. I listen to him because I can learn. Anyway, so they bring me out to these schools, and I have an engagement in May out in Florida. I'm not going to say the school, but the faculty is bringing me out to talk to them about disruptions in the economy and how to deal with millennials. So they're, they're asking me, they're paying me, they're flying me out, put me up to come out and talk to them essentially about how to be successful. And I'm saying it because I provide this stuff free every Saturday. And I just want to make sure because it's free that you, it's not something that you're devaluing. Because basically when I go out, I teach them everything I know. And when I tell you I'm constantly, constantly absorbing new information because I'm very intentional about my inputs, then you basically get what I'm getting on download in this hour, okay? I'm saying all this because tonight's topic is success has no color, our thoughts do. And this is why Liberty University brought me out. They wanted me to have this conversation. So what I, like I tell you guys all the time, I want to make sure I'm delivering the value to you that other people typically have to pay a lot of money for. I'm giving this to you tonight. So stay tuned because I'm about to break down why some of us are not successful, why we're not successful and why we continue to basically spin in circles in terms of what it is that we want to produce in our lives. And, by the way, it's not because you're black. I'm about to tell you that it's not because you're black. I got a huge African-American audience, and I'm telling you that right now. Anybody can use these characteristics that I'm going to talk about tonight. Okay? All right. So, what I want to do is, I want to I set the agenda for the next 45 minutes so you know what you're sticking around for, okay? Because what I'm going to do is, I'm going to basically answer the question for how does one become successful, first and foremost. Then, I'm going to talk about what is success and does the past have anything to do in terms of what determines your success. Then I want to talk about the characteristics of success. Then guess what? We're going to talk about the psychology of success. We're going to get it to your mind because that's what I've been doing since the year started off. I mean, because if you're going to slay your goals, you got to get your head right. You got to get your mind right, period. Okay. 
Then we're going to talk about the power of the mind and the power of goal setting. Why goal setting is so important. And then we're going to talk about the context of color, culture, race, and ethnicity and how it gets us all messed up in terms of what it is that we really want to do and how these inputs, when somebody tells you, well, because you look like this, you can't do that. That's just an input. That's all it is. And how these inputs get us so messed up. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about over the next 45 minutes or so. All right. So how does one become successful? Because for the most part, I believe that most of us are consumed with some form of, you know, the need to know how to be successful. And if you're not, you're just different. You're just different because most people want to be successful at whatever it is that they're doing. So how does one become successful at that? So first, let me put in the very first caveat. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I've spent hours and hours and hours and hours talking about this particular subject. But if you do not know your purpose, you cannot be successful. You cannot be successful. And as a matter of fact, purpose is one of the characteristics of success. But I got to toss that out there initially. If you don't know your purpose, I was just listening to a podcast. I was going between Celine and the podcast. When the commercials came on, I popped the podcast on. And uh, I'm listening. I'm listening to the podcast. And what the gentleman said on the podcast, this is what he said. They were talking about investing money. Okay. And remember, somebody on Periscope depends on what your idea of success is. Hey, it don't matter what your idea of success is. You got to know your purpose. Because your purpose is completely aligned with your success, period. So maybe you missed something else. Let me know. But purpose, purpose is the key. It's numero uno. Okay? If you speak Spanish, number one, purpose, purpose. If you don't know your purpose, you're in trouble. That's the first thing. So number one, if you don't, and let me tell you why purpose is important. This is, this is what he said. He was like, look, man. And both of these guys on this podcast are multimillionaires. Somebody said, what about your success in something that ain't your purpose? You're spinning your wheels. Hey, there's a lot of people out here who are successful in something that they don't want to be successful in. That's why millionaires jump off buildings. They're depressed. They created something they don't even want to be in. But check this out. So this guy, he said, he's like, look, a lot of y'all want to know how to make money. You want to know how to be extremely successful and make money. He said, but you're not willing to invest in yourself. And here it is. You're trying to figure out what's in your way, how you can do more. And you don't even know who you are. He said that. I didn't say that. I was in the car like, woo. Because, <laughs> I mean, they, they're having a talk show with people who are trying to make money, invest, finance, real estate. And he was like, if you don't know your purpose, then you shouldn't even be playing that game. So I'm going to start there. So then we, we, we can ask ourselves the question, like I was asked on Periscope, then what is success? Like, what is success? And here's my opinion. Success is something that is aligned with your purpose on the planet. So if you're not operating in your purpose, you can gain riches, you can get money, but that doesn't mean that you're successful, okay? Money has nothing to do, with, in my opinion, because if you look it up in the dictionary, it says that success has something to do with wealth and prosperity, okay? And my definition of wealth, 
is not just money, but it's one, a relationship with myself, right? I'm in relationship with myself. I take care of my health. That's a part of my wealth. I'm in relationship with other people, right? I have harmonious relationships with my wife, with my friends, and with other people in my circle. That's wealth. Let me tell you, if you don't have harmonious relationships with people in your circle, that can be hell. I don't know nothing successful about that, right? So then that's two parts of, of wealth. Then I have wealth in my job, in my work. I like what I do. I can work 12 to 14 hours. My, my wife will tell you that sometimes she's like, you got to eat. I like what I do. I love it. And so I have wealth in my work. Then I have wealth in my friendships. I have wealth in my ability to fully express myself. Why? Because I'm fully aligned with my purpose. That's success. That is success. So then the next question we have to answer in terms of success, because somebody's saying, well, not everybody can be successful. The next question we have to answer is, does the past dictate future success? Does the past dictate future success? I don't think they like what I said on Periscope. They jumped off. I got two people left. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> hey, man, look, I ain't about to pause for nobody, okay? Look, so does the past dictate success? Well, let's take a look at that. And look, I want to talk about some people that we all know. So let's, let's just go down a list because a few people I want to talk about who had horrible past, horrible past, but created phenomenal lives. One is Frederick Douglass. I mean, he was born a slave. This man didn't even know when he was born. I mean, talk about somebody who has who has the excuse to not be successful. I'm just saying, like to not know when you were born is a good. That's a good excuse. This man didn't even know when he was born. All right. Then he grew up. He, he's a slave. So think about that. You grow up. You're birthed into the world. You don't know when you're born and you don't even own yourself like you. You don't even have liberty. Like, how can you be successful if that's how you start? Yeah, here it is. This man taught himself how to read. Now, check this out. His master's wife taught him the alphabet. Then, get this, then she's caught and told to stop. So all he knows is the alphabet. And he takes what little food he has. Mind you, this man is poor. He's a boy. He's poor. He takes the little fool he can scrounge up and passes it to the white boys in the neighborhood who knew how to read and basically bribes them with food to help him phonetically understand the alphabet so he could put it together and read. Then, get this, he finally gets his hands on a book. It's called The Columbian Orator. I've read it. Not easy. And memorizes it because he's afraid that somebody might take it from him. So I got to I got to read the book. I got the inputs. I got to get these inputs in me because this is valuable. It's knowledge. I got to memorize it. So if somebody takes the book from me. I can at least meditate on it and think about it. Like I don't think y'all get this. Here it is. We got so much information flying around. It's the 21st century. 
And we're just letting it fly by. Knowledge fly by. Knowledge fly by. Yeah, Floyd said Frederick Douglass leveraged his food to get knowledge. Man, let me stick there. He leveraged his food to get knowledge. And here we are in the information age and we won't even spend time. I don't got time for that. I would rather do. And then we want to figure out why we're not successful. Why am I not successful? Why, why am I struggling? Why am I? All right. Anyway, this man became, he later escaped slavery. I'm going to talk about that. Later escaped slavery and then became an abolitionist, author, and orator, and a person who they actually acknowledge and say was key in pushing the election into Abraham Lincoln's favor. Talk about changing history. Man didn't know his birthday. He was born a slave. So does the past dictate success? I think not. All right, I'm going to keep moving. So let's talk about a few more successful people who had, who had tr- tough past. Um, Harriet Tubman, born a slave, 1820, escaped slavery, 1849. And then get this. This was her purpose. Her purpose was to go back into the South 19 times. And free over 300 slaves. Yo, I, I mean, I've read books about the, the, the hardships of slavery. We don't give this woman enough credit for her courage. Her success had to do with going back to the South 19 times. Let me keep moving. Yeah, yeah, I don't think y'all get this, right? I mean, these are people who were born into less than desirable circumstance and became great. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we know that. Muhammad Ali. Hey, Muhammad, y'all know I love Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali won, won the heavyweight championship of the world. The odds were two to one against Sonny Liston. Knocked him out, and before he knocked him out, said, I'm the greatest. Then, lost his boxing license and had to go up against George Foreman, who was, who was a beast. You had to be crazy to get in the ring with him. But did it anyway. Maya Angelou, Oprah Winfrey. Two things about these two women is that they've suffered abuse as young girls. Maya Angelou went mute. She stopped talking because of the abuse she suffered. She told someone they killed him for touching her. Right. She felt like, wow, my words are so powerful. They kill people. She stopped talking. She stopped talking. Fast forward, and later she's talking to dignitaries and reading poems at inaugurations. So does the past have anything to do with your success? I think we have the answer to that. It does not. It does not. So what I want to do now is dive into the characteristics of success. And I'm going to use these people to help us, right? So this ain't just what Linnell's talking about tonight. Like, I'm... I'm going back into black history. You know, they say black history month is February. I talk about it whenever I want to. So let's, let's go back into black history. And I, I shared this particular quote on a Monday motivation two weeks ago. This is one of the reasons why y'all should check out the Monday motivations because you'll get these snippets, right? Two, three, five minute snippets. Mondays at noon, Thursdays at noon. This is what Frederick Douglass said. I prayed for 20 years 
but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. So what is the first characteristic of success? Action. Action. Look, man, there's so many people that are focused. They like, this is what I'm going to do. Here is where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to acquire. This is how, how much money I'm going to make. But they're not willing to take action on all the stuff that they going to do. They going to get. They're not willing to take action on it for whatever reason. It could be fear. It could be procrastination, which is fear. Just another form of it. As a matter of fact, at the talk, somebody asked me, do you agree with Eric Thomas when he said, if you procrastinate, it's not enough of a priority. And I said, well, that's one perspective that is not enough of a priority. But fear is real. People get scared, man. People get scared. And guess what? The fear is not going to go. You have to do it afraid. Emmanuel, let me ask you a question. So you, you were on the air live over the last two weeks, right? Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Were you afraid? The first week... I wasn't, I honestly wasn't that afraid. Okay. I think, you know, you I think I would have, I think I would have been afraid if I was unprepared. Ah. So, but what I found was when I sat in your chair, mm-hmm. when I was at the mic, that's when the fear came. Oh. In when, that moment. When you had the mic in when your I face. Was at, when I had yeah. the mic in my face. Then yeah. you got scared. Then I got scared. Yeah. Then what happened? I just did it. And, you know, as I was still nervous, but then as I continued, it got better. Got it. I could tell he was scared. I was listening. <laughs> I said, oh, man, Emmanuel's scared. You know, you know what I said? Good for him. He's growing. Hmm. He's growing. I can hear his voice shaking in the mic. I get it. I was there, man. Hmm. You got it. Hey, there's always a, my point is there's always a first time. There's always fear. He said he wasn't afraid until he sat in the mic. Now it's too late because if he had copped out, I'd have been like, bro, I got to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fire you. I probably would have called him from Hawaii, man. That's it. You can't do that. You can't fold on me. But he did it. He did it. He did it afraid. Look, let me tell you something. If you think that where you're supposed to go, if it's aligned with your purpose, isn't going to freak you out, isn't going to scare you, you got another thing. You are going to be afraid. You cannot get anything. You can't get anything without some fear. Somebody on Facebook said, you're so right. Fear paralyzes. You know, and guess what? As soon as it paralyzes you, you got to push to get unstuck. You got to push to get unstuck as soon as it paralyzes you. Somebody on Periscope says, what's going on with your shirt? I got it. You know, y- y'all know I wear a murder mediocrity shirt in here every weekend. The shirt means to murder mediocrity. It means to push past fear. That's what it means. It means to push past average. Don't be mediocre. And you got to be, you got to be about, about that vicious when it comes to mediocrity. That's why we're stuck. Most of us got good lives. We got roofs over our heads, warm, soft beds, four wheels, four wheels on our cars. We're rolling. You know, so when I say, hey, you know what? I want to be a millionaire. 
And then I start putting together my millionaire plan. And some of it means I got to do stuff I've never done before and I get afraid. I got a decision to make. Am I going to just stay good? Maybe my bed's going to stay soft. My pillow's going to stay soft. My car's going to keep going. Or am I going to push? And this is where I do agree with Eric Thomas. Some of us aren't playing the game because the game's not big enough. It's just not big enough. And if you had a bigger game, then you'd be taking action because you'd be inspired. Hey, I was reading a book for work on my vacation. Like, my wife's like, I feel like you're still working. I said, I kind of am. But guess what? I got, man, I got big goals. I can't just unplug. I got stuff I want to do, man. Like, this is a part of me. It's a part of me. So, if I'm on the beach, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to soak in the sun, and then every time I got hot, when it got in the ocean, that's the best job you can have in the world. You think I mind working? No. <laughs> Let's keep going. Action, number one characteristic of success. Check this one out. I would fight for my liberty so long as my strength lasted, and if the time came for me to go, the Lord would let them take me. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman basically said, I went back into the South 19 times because I had faith that if it was time for me to go, it was just time for me to go. Faith, number two characteristic of success. If you don't believe, here's the thing. If fear shows up, stops you from taking action, right? And then you don't believe that you should be doing it anyway, you ain't going nowhere. Look, you got to believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, then you got to change your inputs. Look, Emmanuel played two shows all about inputs. All about inputs. You got to program your mind. You can program your confidence. I had a friend call me, and he was struggling with something, and he was like, Linnell, Man, you do so much. You put yourself out there. How do you put yourself out there? I said, man, right before you called, I was talking to my, I was in the airport when he called me. I was talking to myself. You're great. You can do anything you put your mind to. You're powerful. I'm talking to myself. That's how I forage up the courage to do these things. Because I psych myself out. I create my own inputs. I program my own brain. So guess what? When it's time to do something crazy that's scary, the only thing I can remember is, well, you're great. You're powerful. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I'm crazy enough to believe it and do it. That's how I push past fear. But guess what? Faith. I believe it. If you do not believe that you can, then you should be doing nothing more then listening to stuff like this that will teach you how to program your mind to believe that it can, period. That's your number one priority. If you don't have just regular faith, then you, you can't do anything. You're just going to be kind of rolling down the road of life on autopilot. And that's a tough road to take. Hey, I, I told one of my clients this quote this week. I, 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 you know, I listen to Grant Cardone sometimes. One of the things he said is, he said this. He was like, you want to be a millionaire? It takes hard work. But guess what? It takes hard work to be broke, too. You got to choose which hard work you want to do. 
Hey, I was broke before. That's hard work. It's hard work looking at $20 trying to figure out how much to put in the car for gas, how much you can spend on milk, and then whether or not Big Burger King is going to be running that 99-cent Whopper special all week. So you can grasp. That's hard work. So you can make sure you have dinner to eat. I've been there. No one really knows why they're alive until they know what they would die for. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So what's the third characteristic of success? Purpose. I told you. Hey, look, man. One of the reasons why so many people are unsuccessful is because they have no idea what their purpose is. And because they don't know what their purpose is, they don't know who they are. They think they do. They think they do. You ask them who they are, they might give you a description of what they look like. Or they might tell you the job title that somebody else gave them. Somebody else with a purpose, with a vision, with a goal gave to them. But they can't really tell you about them. About who they are at their very core. About what drives them. About their passions. Look, last year, I did 10 workshops on purpose. And one of the questions I would ask them is what are your top 10 talents? And then people will say, oh, man, that's hard. That's hard work, Linnell. Well, you asking me such, such tough questions. Then I ask, what are your top 10 talents? Oh, that's hard. Like, well, we ain't talking about nobody else. We talking about you. But here it is. You can spit off the stacks. I bet you know how many triple doubles Russell Westbrook has had, but you don't know your own talents and your strengths. All right. Your purpose. Purpose is a characteristic. You got to know what drives you. You got to know what you would die for. Because when you know what you what you would die for, then you got something worth living for. Otherwise, you're just out here. On autopilot, living life by default. That ain't no fun. Check this one out. I hated every minute of training. But I said, don't quit, suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. What characteristic is that? It's number four. It's persistence. Persistence. Let me tell y'all something. Hey, I told you, success does not come easy. If you thought you were going to tune in tonight and listen to me talk about what it takes to be successful, And you thought I was going to give you a a get rich remedy and you might as well turn off the radio right now. You know, law got a periscope and I know you're not going to get out of Facebook, but at least you can shut this one down. (laughs) Okay. Cause that's not the trick is success takes work. It takes hard work period. And so if you, if you want to be successful, You got to be willing to go at this thing over and over and over and over again. You got to keep pushing. Keep pushing. It takes persistence. But most of us to give up at the first sign of trouble. As soon as we we run into a little trouble, we like, oh, that one for me. That one for me. I had somebody ask me when I was at the university. She stood in line. She was one of the last people. She stood in line for probably about 20 minutes. And when she got up to me, she said, I joined a network marketing business and everybody's telling me I can't do it, that I will never be a millionaire doing it. And I believe I can. What do you think? 
I said, well, that's your first mistake. It shouldn't matter what I think. I said, it shouldn't matter. Hey, people told me I would never be a speaker. You know, they told me I would never be a leader, rather. You would never be a leader because you can't speak. You can't communicate. Guess what? I was persistent. I taught myself how to speak. Then they told me you'd never be a leader. You don't have a bachelor's degree. You'll never be a director. You'll never go to the to the senior levels of leadership at this company. Persistence. Ah, that's mine. I kept pushing. And guess what? I told them what I wanted. Hey, I want to be a director. I, I want to go to the next level. And if you don't do it, then I can find somebody else that will let me do it. Because I was that good. I was that good. Takes me to one of the other characteristics of success. Oprah Winfrey said, I was raised to believe that excellence is the best deterrent to racism or sexism. And that's how I operate my life. Excellence. Let me tell you, one of the reasons I could walk into my boss's office when I was a senior manager is because I knew I was good at what I did. I knew I delivered an excellent product. And excellence gives you leverage. Excellence gives you leverage. When you're good at what you do, it gives you leverage. It allows you to basically declare and take what it is that you want. I'm going to tell you right now, if I wasn't good at what I did, I would have never have, I wouldn't have the story that I do of corporate America. You know, black man rising to the top into the world of an officer without a bachelor's degree. Wouldn't have happened. I had to deliver an excellent product. Even now, as a coach in my business, I deliver an excellent product. I know if somebody hires me, they're going to get an excellent product. I have, I have no questions about that. You're going to get an excellent product. Excellence, one of the characteristics of success. That's one of the reasons why people are not successful. Man, my wife was telling me just today. She was like, I went to Chipotle, and I was getting a salad, and they told me they didn't have any more left. We don't have any more salad dressing left. She said, she looked at the time. She said, well, you don't close for another two hours. Why don't you have salad dressing left? Well, we just don't have none. So finally, the lady behind her said, well, I want salad too. You need to get some salad dressing. And the people behind the counter finally figured it out. And I said, yeah, it's somebody working for somebody else's business that don't care. Right? And then that somebody working for somebody else's business that don't care, they're excusing their performance by saying, I don't care. This ain't mine. Well, guess what? If you don't care about somebody else's, you'll never have your own to care about. How do you think I'm able to run profitable businesses and care for my family as an entrepreneur now that I'm not in corporate America? The reason I can do it is because when I was there, I cared about the work. And because I cared about the work, I learned things about business I would have never known. And because I learned things about business I would have never known when I left, I took everything I learned and I put it into my businesses. I learned how to treat people. I learned how to give great customer service. So guess what? When somebody calls me now, 
a high paid client, I don't got to go read a book on that. I know how to do it. I know how to talk well to someone. I know how to respect them. I know how to give them excellent service because I learned it working for somebody else. I learned finance and accounting because I was managing somebody else's money. And then guess what? Now that I'm managing my own, I'm managing my own business. I'm not worried about going broke. Because when I managed 200 million, I could do it. So surely I can handle my thousands. I'm just saying. And that's how I normally be a millionaire. Like it ain't a question of if. Well, actually I already am. <laughs> I just don't have a liquid. That's the next step. Liquid. I want a liquid million. Liquid. All the digits right there. I can, If I want to, I can be like, I'm buying that. And I still got a lot left. And that's not even, to me, that's not even success. I'm already at a point where I feel successful. That's just a goal. Now it's like, all right, what can we do? What can we really create here? Maya Angelou. Excellence. That was all about excellence. That whole that whole soapbox episode was all about excellence. <laughs> Y'all think cutting corners at somebody else's company is actually helping you. It's hurting you. Man, if you got to put in eight hours somewhere, put in eight hours. Maybe it'll get you to the next level. Maybe you'll learn something you could take with you when you are successful. Don't waste your time. Time is finite. Go all in. Anything you do, go all in. The scriptures say that in all the books, the Bible, the Quran, they all say it. Do your best. Excellence. Maya Angelou, without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We cannot be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. Maya Angelou. The last characteristic of success I'll share tonight, because there's more. The last one is courage. Do you have courage? See, courage is how you do it afraid. That's how you do it afraid. There's like this deep belief that you can, and because you believe you can, something inside you fires up and says, well, let's go do it. That's courage. So here are the characteristics of success I shared tonight, because I got, I got 10 more. I mean, I'm not done, but we got 10 minutes left. Action, faith, purpose, persistence, courage, and excellence. So with the last 10 minutes, I want to talk about the psychology of success. Y'all getting way more than they got at Liberty. You know, at Liberty, I had this tight time frame. I'm just going to make this a part two. Next week, we're going to come back. We're going to make this a part two. Because I'm probably not going to be able to get into the full psychology of success. Nor am I going to be able to really address the context of color and success. So you want to come back for more next week. Okay? But let's talk about the psychology of success. And, and what I will give you is why most people aren't successful. And now I want to, this is, this is psychology here. Why aren't most people successful? Well, here's the number one, here's the number one cause for the lack of success. In, in my opinion, here's the number one cause. Most people aren't successful because they have no idea what success really looks like. They don't have a mentor who's successful. That when they hit a wall, the mentor can say, oh, yeah, 
I knew there would be a wall there, and now you got to climb it. But what happens is most of us say, well, I want to make six figures. I'm just going to go with six figures. I think that's more digestible. I just want to make six figures, right? And, and then along the way, they encounter some resistance. They encounter a barrier or an obstacle. And then they, they take that barrier or obstacle and make it mean that they can't be successful. Oh, wow. I would have never encountered this wall if I was supposed to do this. So I'm, I, this must not be for me. Let me try something else. And so what happens is most people set thousands of goals in a lifetime. Thousands of goals, unaccomplished goals in a lifetime. And every time they hit a barrier or a wall, they stop. Every time there's an obstacle, they stop. Every time something doesn't go the way they want it to go, they stop. And that's why most of us are not successful. Because success requires all the characteristics I just gave you, one of which is persistence. If you see something that is yours, then you have to do everything possible in your power to take it. Everything. That might mean lose some sleep. Uh-oh. Oh, that might mean no television for a month. I know I'm hitting them. People are like, woo. I mean, I think some people will feel successful as long as they got electricity and a TV. <laughs> as long as I can, as long, and, and a remote. As long as I got a remote and, and I can watch TV, life is good. Because that's, that's what entertainment does, man. It, it seduces you. It sedu- makes you think that's all you need. I need more than that. I get bored. Man, out of all the channels, all the channels, 400 channels on my TV, I can fly through them and not see one thing I want to watch. You know why? Because I manage my inputs. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Mm -mm. I'm not putting that in my head. I'm not putting that in my brain. Nah, ain't nothing on TV. Done. (laughs) I'm just saying. But that's why most of us aren't successful. And so... If we're going to talk about psychology, let's talk about the DNA of the mind, because I got five minutes. The DNA of your mind are your thoughts. Hey, I'm surprised that nobody has emailed me yet or hit me on social media to get the copies of the last two shows that Emmanuel put together. Look, I've been doing this show a long time, and Emmanuel did a phenomenal job of putting together a compilation of material that focused on your inputs and outputs and the psychology of the mind. And guess what? Since nobody asked, I I just got the grand idea that we're probably just going to sell it. Since y'all didn't ask for it for free, now I'm just going to sell it to you. (laughs) Y'all better start hitting me up. Hey, that was a wonderful compilation, okay? And I listened. It it was me talking. I listened to it because it's an input. I already told you I talked to myself. I am great. I am powerful. I can do anything I put my mind to. You better start talking to yourself, too. Because, look, somebody else is out there telling you what you can't do. Did I finish the story about the girl in the multi-level marketing business? Nope, I got off. All right, so let me go back to that real quick. 
So she comes up to me and she says, Linnell, um, I'm in a multi-level marketing business. What do you think about that? I'm like, that's your first mistake. Don't matter what I think. I said, the second thing is, if you believe you can, then you can. You can be a multimillionaire in a multi-level marketing business. But you just got to get to a point where you're, where it doesn't matter how many no's you get. That's the thing. One of the main reasons people are entrepreneurs is because they don't like the word no. They don't want to hear no. And let me tell you, if you're an entrepreneur, you hear no a lot. Nah, that's too much money. No, I don't have the time. No, I need a better date. Like, you hear no all the time. You got to get to a point where it don't matter what people say. So what generates your thoughts? What generates your thoughts? Pop quiz. What do you think generates your thoughts, Emmanuel? What do you think generates your thoughts? Your inputs. That's why it works for me. That wasn't that hard. I mean, that's what you did for the last <laughs> two, two weeks. And how many hours it took you to compile that? Yeah. Inputs. How you manage your thoughts are your inputs. Yeah, man, you fool. That's how you manage your thoughts. Your inputs create your outputs. The psychology of the mind is very simple. And if you don't believe me, listen to Henry David Thoreau. This is what he said. As a single footstep will not make a path on the earth, so a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. Henry David Thoreau. Let me, one more time. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. You can control your mind. But you got to be willing to do it. And like anything else on this planet, it takes some discipline. You got to be willing to say no to yourself and yes to your goals. Period. And so are you playing a big enough game? I wrote a blog, man, some years ago. Say, go big or go home. But this is time. What are you going to do? You're going to go big and go after your goals. Or you're just going to go home. The decision is up to you. This is Inspirational Perspective. I'm Linnell Harris. Thank you guys for listening. Go to social media. Follow me at Linnell Harris. Check out the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page. Chicago, I appreciate you. I thank you for your support. God bless you. Good night.